Hello, everybody. This is a special Coming to America Baseball.com podcast on this April 16th, live from live to tape from Hanbat Stadium, where I'm going to be joined by Jiho Yu shortly of Yonhop News. And uh, the Hanwha Eagles are taking on the Dinos right now. The Dinos have just taken a one nothing lead here in the first inning. Uh, this is pretty apropos for the Eagles' season so far. Welcome, Gio. Thanks for having me, Philip. No problem. So, one nothing, Eagles. Yeah. You wrote a big, uh, sorry, one nothing. NC. We're in the first inning with uh-huh. uh, two outs. You wrote a nice piece yesterday um, about you. the team. You're welcome. Um, kind of the state of the team, and want to just talk about that and summarize that quickly. Sure. Well, I mean, there's not really much to say about this team right now. This has been a really disastrous season for the Eagles. 13 games, uh, 13 losses to start the season. That's a a league record to start a season, losing 13 in a row. And uh, I think, you know, they're down 1-0 right now after first inning. Uh, Often, more often than not, you've you've seen this team giving up runs in the first inning and not really, uh, you know, making any comeback afterward. And, and, you know, when you're in a losing streak like this, you, you you give up a run or two in the first inning, it's really deflating for the whole team, um, especially when you're playing at home. You you batting last, but your starter goes up there and gives up give, gives up a run or two in the first inning. It really takes the air out of the sail. And I mean, it's not really as I said, it's not really much to say other than this is this is really a, a, a bad baseball team for the lack of a better word. All right. So uh-huh. what I wanted to say is, you know, one of the the best managers of all time in Korea, Kim Un Young. Uh, maybe the Joe Torre or the the Sparky Anderson of uh, or the Casey Stengel of the KBO has now inherited mm-hmm. this team, and he's not in the best of shape. No, I mean, uh, you know, he's talked about how he's so stressed out. His blood pressure level has gone up, and well, he's into his seventies now. And well, just to give him give give you guys a little bit of a background on on the manager. He's the winningest manager in the history of the KBO. Uh, 1,476 wins in the regular season. He's won 10 championships, uh, 9 with the Heite Tigers, which are now the Kia Tigers, and 1 with the Samsung Lions back in 2002. So, I mean, to put that in perspective, this league has been around since 1982. So 31 championships have been won, and he's won almost one-third of them by himself. And he was away from managing for about 9 years now. Uh, he last managed the team, the Lions, back in 2004, they lost in the Korean series to Hyundai Unicorns, uh, which are now the Nixon Heroes, by the way. And then he actually went up to the, to the front office. He was a team president for the Lions for a few years. And he came back to Manning for the first time in nine years and uh, with the Hanoi Eagles. And he's not been able to add to the win total uh, so far. And, yeah, I mean, some of the fans have been also concerned about his health. Uh, he's, he's looked very stressed out. Some of his coaches have told me that he's usually a talkative guy likes to, you know, joke around with the coaches and players he, uh, before the game anyway, but he's not been uh, in, in that talkative mode uh, this season. So there's concern, concerns about his health. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, and uh, this situation's definitely not helping him. Uh, e- uh, Eagles just gave up another run. It's 3 nothing. By the way, Eagles uh-huh. set a record. They are now 0-13, which is a KBO yeah. record. 
Uh, the longest streak I know of is the Baltimore Orioles in 1988, start of the season 0-21, and uh-huh. it doesn't look like that, you know <laughs> that's out of the question for the Eagles. What are the problems? Well, I talked to one of the uh, you know a few of the players, uh, yeah. and they seem to think that it's the middle relief. The middle, um, if you remember, if you go back to the first two games down in Sajik, I mean they uh-huh. were in those games. Uh, I think it was sure. Cleveland and, and, and Batista. Batista. They kept them in those games right. in the sixth, seventh inning, maybe left with a one-run lead mm-hmm. or tied or somewhere around there, and it just imploded. And they lost both of those game on uh, games on walk-off hits. That's right. And well, you know, it was all down. Game, it was all downhill from there. Right. You know, they lost. I think the first one on the walk-off walk with the bases loaded. Mm-hmm. And I think one of those two games ended on a walk-off bottom not being in the final at bat and you're right i think uh just off of the wrong foot to start the season and they were in the lead in both of those games and their relief pitchers just blew, blew the lead and they lost both games in the final at bat and i think that was really uh uh the undoing for this team to start the season on the wrong foot. you know it was yeah. all downhill the, the bullpen <laughs> this is the worst bullpen maybe in the history of the of, of baseball <laughs> Well, <laughs> maybe he's with the KBO. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. First two games, they lost both of them in, in the final at bat. One of them ended on a walk of walk in the bottom line with the bases loaded. Right. And you're right. I mean, both uh, Danny Batista and Dana Evelyn, or Evelyn uh, kept them in the game. It looked pretty uh, encouraging for the Eagles team that, that many, fel- many, many fans and, and analysts felt would finish that last, even with the expansion team and the NC Dinos in, in the league. And a couple first couple of starts, very encouraging for, for them, but their their bullpen ended up blowing, blowing the lead both games, and uh, it's been all downhill from there. You're, you're right. They might just have the worst bullpen in the history of the KBO, if not in baseball. And then, you know, it's been an anemic uh, offense at best. Right. Well, well 32 runs in, uh, in 13 games, it's not going to get the job done when you... When you average below uh, three runs a game, especially when your pitchers are giving up so many runs uh, as it is, your offense got to respond and put up you know five six runs a game just to stay in the game. Now you know, just like today, they gave up three runs in the top first, and this game just might be over against the LG Twins. In the game that they set the record, uh, they did they gave up a run after just two pitches, uh, a leadoff double, and a sac- sacrifice by Bunt. Uh, there was a throwing error by the pitcher. The runner scored. Uh, so just like that, two pitches they gave up a run. Uh, I don't know how many pitches Batista threw this time, but they're down three nothing. And doesn't look good for the Hanoi Eagles tonight either. No, but they're looking good. I mean, they all got a haircut last week. Uh, they <laughs> dropped the ninth straight. Uh-huh. Um, but interesting. I mean, you know, I'm kind of new to the league, but the foreign guy. I was told by guys on the team that. That uh, Batista and yeah. Evelyn did not participate in that haircut uh, deal. Right. Um, let's talk about foreign guys and kind of how they fit into the teams. Are they kind of like a, a? Is it like them plus two? Is it like the Eagles plus two? Is it? Is that the case with most most of these teams? I, I would say so. Uh, they're getting paid different amount of money. They're they're getting. Uh, well, I, let's put it that way. The, these foreign guys, whether it's Evelyn, Batista, or anybody else, they play under different sort of expectations. Mm-hmm. They're they're kept on a much shorter leash, so to speak. Uh, it's 
some point, guys will struggle. Could be either one of them or somebody else. Guys like Garrett Olsen for the dudes I'm buried this year. Okay, sorry. I don't know. I've got a hotspot here. I'm hotspotting off of my iPhone. Um, uh -huh. I, I was going to take Apple on as a sponsor, but I'm having second thoughts now. Maybe I'm going to go with Samsung. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> but, um, all right, I've got a lot of editing to do in this episode. So I'm walking out, you know, into the stadium, and I see they're still selling Ryu jerseys here, which okay. brings us into the next uh, segment, uh, uh -huh. Ryu Yunjin. Um, yeah. Is he a big reason why this team is uh, in the basement? Uh, I think he, that's one of the reasons, the yeah. fact that he's not their number one starter anymore. He's, of course, he's pitching for the others right now in the big leagues. And But, you know, looking at their offense, their defense, uh, they would have played behind them. Uh, I don't know how much difference made. Uh, I mean, kind of like last year, he was only 9-9 with one no decision. But, you know, he... he well, he led the league in innings pitch, or is third in the, in the innings pitch. He led the league in strikeouts. Either he had the twos, but he, he didn't even win like 10 or 11 games. He won. It was 99. First time he failed to win at least 10 games in his career, and he made 27 starts. The team scored an average of 2.9 wins. Yeah, um, I mean, he definitely won the bulk of the games for the Eagles last year. I mean, the Eagles' winning percentage shot up when he was playing. Right, I mean, uh, 27 starts, they're 12 and 14 with one tie. Of course, there's a tie in Korean baseball now, uh, in Japan. So they won almost, I guess, half the games that they play, which is a lot better than their uh, percentage for the whole season. So he definitely kept them in the game. Uh, he was also the kind of guy who would come in and stop the losing streak uh, for the Eagles. Uh, he would, you know, go out there when their team was in a bit of a slide. He would go out there and win a game for them. And uh, he's no longer around. And I guess, uh, you know, he would. I, I think he would have accounted for maybe uh, you know, 10 to 12 victories this season. So you take away those dozen wins, perhaps. Uh, well, the loss is definitely felt. Um, how did he fit in? Was how did he fit into this clubhouse here? Was he a leader? I mean, with the Dodgers, obviously he's a rookie, but um, right. you know um, he seems to be getting along well with everybody. He's got Matt Kemp yeah. and Kershaw doing Gangnam style dancing in the clubhouse. That's right. Um, <laughs> but uh, how was how was he? How did he fit into the clubhouse here? He was right in the middle of the pack, but he, obviously he was the best player. So. Uh, he fit in, I think, nicely. I don't, I don't want to say he was a leader, uh, but he's the kind of guy who's very easygoing. Uh, likes to uh, joke around with teammates, uh, older, younger. Funny guy. I've seen him like on yeah, variety he's funny guy. He's very down to earth. Yeah. yeah, he's very uh, relaxed, uh, even on the days, uh, even on the, on the days before he starts. He would uh, just he doesn't because he doesn't throw before the start, so he just likes to play around. Uh, when he's not playing, he's sort of the cheerleader in the, in the dugout, uh, high-fiving guys and cheering them up and all that. So he, he fit him pretty nicely, just as he's he's doing now with the with the Dodgers. And let's let's talk about how well he's fitting in over there and how well he's uh -huh. doing, um, and what it means to Korea. Well, you know, it means a lot to have a guy who made a jump directly from the KBL to the major leagues and having uh, such an early success so far. I mean, three games, twin one. Uh, well, 20 strikeouts in 18 and two-thirds. 
I even uh, went 3 for 3 at the plate the other day uh, against uh, Ian Kennedy, who is a 20 game winner, by the way, uh, in the yep. majors. Uh, hit a double and two singles, and he looked pretty good out there, too. You know, Yu Han Jin, he was the best, best pitcher in this league for six, seven seasons, and he went directly to the big leagues, and now he's winning a couple games. Uh, he's even hitting uh, at the plate, so it means a lot. Well, what it means to Korea uh, yeah. to have him doing so well. Um, well, in, in, a, in, a, in MLB. Well, this quite a bit because he's the first guy to jump directly from the KBO to the majors. Uh, I think that his success so far it goes a long way towards showing people who are not familiar with this league that you know top players from this league actually can make it in the majors. He was the best pitcher here for six, seven years, and now he's uh, he's uh, you know he's thrown in, he's put together three straight quality starts basically. Uh, he's twenty-one. More than a strike card per inning so far. Hello. Gio, things have changed dramatically since we last spoke. The Eagles have put three runs on the board here in the bottom of the third. Uh, Eric. Yeah. Eric Hackard. Uh, yeah. Hacker. Hit, hit, a, hit a bit. Uh, hit the batter to set up a uh, Kim Taehyung uh, two-run double. And yeah. uh, it's 4-3 right now. 4-3. I'm watching it. Yeah. So uh, who knows? This could be the end tonight. I don't know. I, I I would have thought four nothing. They had no shot of coming back, but you know, three runs now. It's early. My so I don't know. I, I I still have my doubts. I tell you what, the, the the Hanwha fans by watching them, and this says something about the Korean baseball fans and KBO fans. You wouldn't know this is the worst team in the league. Maybe the worst team in the world. May, I, yeah, I, exactly. I mean, these guys are as loud as as, as they ever ever been, and uh, they're fully behind this team. And uh, I, I think a lot of neutral fans are also hoping that this guy, these guys, will finally get their first win. Yeah, I mean the cheerleaders uh, are unbelievable. Definitely a upgrade from last year. The uh -huh. new uniforms you've got to see. They're wearing uh, nice skin tight baseball pants <laughs> and sure. uh, half cut shirts. And it's not bad. So anyhow, the fans are having a good time here. We're at Hanbot Stadium. Joining me live is Gio Yu from Yonhop News. Um, Gio, last thing I want to touch on here is sure. the attendance in the league. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is tonight. It looks about uh, 60 to 70 percent full. But uh, it, it has been a tough, uh, tough year attendance-wise so far for the league. Right. Uh, just to give you some raw numbers... After uh, 52 games this year, before tonight's games, by the way, after 52 games across the league, uh, the teams are averaging about 10,100 fans a game. And that's lower than any of the previous four seasons. It's down, after the same number of games, it's down about 4,000 on average from last year. Uh, last season, the league had an all-time record, 7.15 million fans for the whole season. Uh, this year, one more team, they're playing more games. Their goal was to get to 7.5 million fans, but right now we're on pace for 5.8 million fans this year. That would be the lowest total since 2008. And this, uh, uh, the boom for, for KBO for baseball really began in 2008, uh, 2009, right after Korea won the gold medal in Beijing Olympics in summer of 2008. And in spring of 2009, Korea was runner-up to Japan in the World Baseball Classic. And fans really started coming to games. Uh, I think the league also had a lot of casual fans taking some interest in, in the sport. And uh, 
this year, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, people point to Korea's uh, early exit from the WBC this year uh, from Taiwan. They got knocked out of the first round. They might have driven out some casual fans from baseball. And some bad weather is still kind of chilly out there. We're, we're heading into uh, uh, late April, early May. It's still kind of cold, cold in some regions of the country. Uh, I, I would also attribute it to some really bad baseball. A lot of errors, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of walks slowing down some games. Uh, you know, not a lot of runs being scored, not a lot of homers, not as many as they used to, your fans are used to seeing. So, a lot of uh, different factors sort of uh, working against the KBO uh, in the early going of the season. What about the loss of Ryu uh, to the to the league, and and really no guys uh, that that are on MLB's radar, uh, really like a Ryu or anyone like that, that the foreign fans want to maybe come out and see. Right. I mean, that also, you bring up, bring up an interesting point because, uh, you know, in the past when, say, Channel Park was winning 15, 16, 18 games for the Dodgers, uh, those are the lean years for the KBO because fans would, you know, just watch the Major League Baseball mm-hmm. and this, they would not come to ball games for, the, for their own league. And Rion Jin's game so far has been... Uh, has drawn pretty good ratings on television here on the mm-hmm. on cable and Chu and, and Chu too. He's having a great year. Well, he's been on base for 13 straight games to start the season for the Reds, and he's been the just the perfect leadoff hitter for them. And so they, their games are available on cable every day, uh, different hours than the KBO games. So they watch these ball games in the morning hours, and they follow Major League Baseball, and they choose not to come to KBO games. And whenever Korean players have a good season. MLB KBO has struggled at the gate uh, for their own, uh, own domestic league. And as far as having players on the radar uh, for the major leagues, uh, guys like Yoon Sung Min, he's eligible to test the full market this year. Right. So he just pitched in the minors and did okay. First time yeah, in 45 he just had a days. first outing. Uh-huh. So he's getting sort of, he's being slow coming back to his form. He's about uh, uh, seven kilometers an hour off his uh, usual fastball. Uh, that's about, uh, I guess, four or five miles uh, or even less than that off his usual speed or usual velocity. So he's really slow coming back from his offseason uh, shoulder and elbow troubles. So, uh, you know, other than him, maybe someone like Che Jong, third baseman for the SK Wyverns, he might be or might not be on the radar for the Major League Scouts. I don't know. He's a corner, corner infielder. Uh, uh, who would probably need to hit for better power, I guess, to really attract right, uh, right. scouts interest. So other than those couple of guys, uh, but you know, I, I could see him maybe maybe moving over to second or even a short, huh? being a utility infielder. He's so yeah. he's so agile and athletic. Uh-huh. That guy. Um, yeah. uh, I don't. So one thing with him is maybe he just doesn't. He doesn't have the size to be a third baseman in right. MLB. Right. So. Um, but, uh, you know, I, we got that information about, or I did, about Yoon Suk Min today and his out, uh, minor uh, league outing by Dan yeah. of MyKBO.net, who has a rival podcast now. But I put, <laughs> I put it this way I'll to him. So. Well, I put it this way to him. I said, Dan, you know, David Letterman and Jimmy Kimmel can both be friends and be on each other's shows. You know, I, I, I hope that we, you know, we, still, we have that type of relationship. You know, I tell you what, I tell you what, I, I've been on your show, but never been on his show. So there you go. There you go. I mean, now, 
I, I don't know. Uh, you know, this turned into now like maybe a Howard Stern who chooses Letterman over Leno. I, 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 is this what I'm hearing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you one thing though. He's uh, you know, he's got the podcast, but he's never asked me to be on his show yet. Yeah. But I think this is my second or third time on your show. That's right. That's right. And you will yeah. have a T-shirt pretty soon next time I see you. I don't know if he's giving you mm. any T-shirts. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Anything else you want to add about the league before uh, I get into another beer here and hot dog? By the way, uh, we are at Hanbot Stadium. It is yeah. the top of the fourth inning, four-three NC. A pretty good game it's turned out to be after uh, the Dinos went up four nothing. Bro, you got ourselves you got ourselves a ball game right now. Uh, one run game. Maybe Batista's settling in a little bit. Uh, Hacker. Uh, I guess he's he's the one guy that, that has sort of struggled out of the gate for among the three uh, four starters. Uh, yeah, one thing about this league right now, uh, I think, uh, as I said earlier, they've, they've, I, I'm pretty sure they've lost a lot of casual fans over the off season. Um, it's, it's it's really come coming. It's gonna really come down to the performance on the field. You just gotta start playing better baseball. Uh, just cut down on errors and cut down on walks. Uh, speed up the game a little bit. Uh, you know, get some, uh, get some run, runs across the board and make the games more fun for these casual fans. Uh, so uh, I think they've got work, they, they've got their work cut out for them the rest of the season. Uh, I know it's just early. Uh, if the weather gets better, there might be more fans coming to the games, but uh, they've got their work cut out for them. NC and uh, Hanwha both with an error each tonight. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's, I mean, it's not, un, it's not unusual. Uh, these teams, with they're... they're they're bound to make an error in any given game. I think uh, you saw it in the first inning with the left fielder when uh, Chung Hyun Seok. He was uh, he had a fly. It, routine, it was a routine fly ball. I mean, he should have caught that, and he was taking the ball out of his glove. He dropped it. It was a rule an error. Uh, uh, I mean, those plays. I mean, it's, this is the kind of play that drives away uh, fans that they're not they were not hardcore to begin with. You know, they will see these kind of plays, and they're really not professional and plays and uh, they need to just play better baseball and these guys practice so much more than MLB guys you would think mm -hmm. that, you know it's ingrained in them but maybe it's a case of uh, less is more I guess so maybe too much work uh, uh, too much uh, work and no play I guess uh, that's, that might be it <laughs> it's, like, it's like the high school and middle school students who after school go to the hogwan I mean enough uh -huh. is enough already right so uh, what are you working on next Jiho um, just basically keeping an eye on this series, whether when or if Hanwha will get their first win, either tonight or some point this week. And then uh, I'm going to try to, you know, I'm going to try to stop beating somebody who's already down. <laughs> maybe nice turn, turn, yeah, turn my attention to somebody else. Uh, maybe, maybe do something on the LG Twins, uh, who also have not been to playoffs for I don't know how many years, uh, 12 or 13 years out uh, there. Once again, off to a good start, but they always uh, they always get off to a good start to give fans some fellas hope, and they, they always fade away by June or July. Uh, maybe I'm gonna work on something. Who would you say is uh, the the foreign player of the year so far? Well, pitcher of the year so far. Who who would you say you're most impressed with? Wow. Uh, well, they, I mean, foreign players, all pitchers. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I would say Jose Reyes. Jojo Reyes of SK Jojo Reyes, SK yeah. Wyverns. Yeah. Somebody got that uh, complete game shutout. Uh, 
question. I, I know some scouts have already wondered why this guy's not. To bring you just inside Hanbot Stadium for a second, uh, they are having a drinking contest right now on the Jumbotron. Two women, uh, one NC and one Hanwha fan, drinking uh, out of a straw. I guess it's some sort of alcoholic beverage, um, <laughs> which is indicative of the KBL. Yeah, why not? Just go out there and, uh, you know, it's kind of like you go to a drinking party, have some chicken and pizza, and there's a baseball game that's breaking out on the field. That's so. right. <laughs> yeah. David Kim, the scout of the Minnesota Twins, said it's the, the biggest outdoor disco in the world. Hey, I agree. Uh, karaoke, disco, whatever, whatever, what have you. I mean, just, as I said, we, we don't, we don't, we don't really have a tailgating thing that like in like they do in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's not in the same mold. But, you know, people like to have a good time in, in the ballpark here too. How do the fans get in touch with you, Gio? Uh, you know, I've got my Facebook Twitter up there. Uh, they can follow me on Twitter at, at Gio underscore one J. Facebook also the same Gio? Yeah. You cut out there for a second. Could you repeat okay. the Facebook again? Sure. Facebook, uh, same address as my Twitter account. It's facebook.com slash Gio underscore one. Or you can find my stories on Yanop's uh, uh, website. Uh, uh, but I almost always look my stories Okay, Anwar leading off the uh, bottom of the fourth with the single. GOU, Jan Hop News, thanks as always, and we'll catch up with you later on. Hey, my pleasure, Philip. Thanks for having me on. Take care, thanks. And that'll do it for Coming to America's first remote podcast from Hanbot Stadium in Daejeon, South Korea. It's Philip Riccobono, Coming to America Baseball.com podcast. Uh, we will be joined next time by Adam Wilk, NC Dino's pitcher, who pitched for the Detroit Tigers last year. Uh, just to sign off, it's 4-3 NC Dino's, top of the fourth year. Good night, everybody. And the Eagles went on to win 6-4, ending the drought. They are now 1-13.